You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Red Wings trying to get the sweep. Three seconds left into the zone to the Detroit Red Wings on the stand and And welcome to episode, shit, I don't even know, season two, episode three, sitting in host with me today. Um, I don't have art. Quest Love would have hated you, man. That, that, you know, he shouts out for Kimmel every night, 1093, and then you go, ah, season nine, duh. Things are going to revoke the ginger award for you. It's starting already. <laughs> so with that, we've got four-time Stanley Cup winner, uh, Detroit Red Wing legend Darren McCarty sitting in today. Good to be here, Newman. And the pride of Livonia Bentley and Livonia Stevenson. Yeah. The biggest Bill Murray fan I know. Love Bill Murray. Mr. Sean hey, Belegian. I love Belegian because he knows about my glory days in junior. I do. We we <laughs> I, I, he, can, I, I, he can really say that I really did earn that player. Of the we year were award. just we were just talking about that. You know, it's so funny. People around here, oh McCarty in that goal in '97, and I'm like, shit, I saw him do that the half a dozen times each year in Belleville. You know, it's uh. OHL such a great league. You know that. I mean, with your work with the alumni and so many of the guys come from the Canadian Hockey League, and uh, you know he, he, you know who else lit it up was Maltz. Kirk, Kirk Maltby was. A, yeah, a, I had fifty five, and he had fifty two the yeah. last year, and I will never let him live that down. Just, <laughs> just like Drapes is always a year older than all of us, so he's always the old man. So with that, um, we're going to talk about a bunch of different things today. We're going to talk about the Red Wings. We're going to talk about the OHL. You know, and it's pretty much open of what we're going to talk about. But Darren, I, I just got to welcome you back. You're living down in Florida. And then you come back into this shit. What are you thinking? Well, of course, if anybody wants to know my state of mind, I'm still nuts as ever because I moved down there when it's 100 and back here when it's 20. <laughs> but um, no, it's it, uh, I don't do the snowbird thing. So my wife and I leave for a year 
two years at a time, but um, we're back for good this time. I think with everybody, everything going on with, that I have going on with the Red Wings, with the area and stuff like that, it's time to be back. Golf game's pretty good right where uh, I need it to be. I can still... Uh, I've before I came back because that's my most important thing right now is my golf game because for whatever and 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 dangling in the alumni game and Those dang, two. which just to point out Darren was first star of the game we played in Flint first game in two years by the way first which game after the years. first period Sean I was contemplating Gassed. maybe no wasn't gas it just like literally. The puck came on my stick a couple times, and I thought I was just, uh, had a jelly donut in my hand. I mean, it was like it was like I didn't even know. I told Georgie, I go, I, I think this I'd be better off with a sandwich in my hand right now. But I figured it out. Got a couple in the couple in the second. You know what I realized, Newman? Mickey Redman, yeah, is still one of the most intense people. We were down five two after the first. Yes, and I thought. It was Scotty back there blowing a gasket. I mean, it was like, serious guys, I'm like, guys, we better win. And this is Mick. He's, and poor guy's when he got like one long and stuff, and he's this screaming, but he cares, and we end up coming back winning. But oh. We did end up coming back, you know, and it was funny. The, the previous show, Eddie was talking about how it's overblown that the, the guys really aren't that competitive. They're out Are there for Yeah, right. So jamming me? At I, this point, we're playing the Flint Generals alumni. You know, these are guys that all played for the Flint Generals, and we lost to them last year. You know, and so Mickey had come into the game saying, all right, boys, you know, let's go. You know, let's get her going quick. Well, before you know it, we were down 3-1, and then it was 4-1 and 4-2. And Mickey, had, <laughs> he's going ham on the bench. I'm giggling just a little bit because Nick Libet's looking around like, I don't know what to say to these guys right now. But everybody, you know, Finstrom is like saying, you know, I just need to get my legs warmed up. And after the game, we look at it, and we give Darren the first star, and Kevin Miller is bitching at me going, I had a hat trick. What do yeah, I got to do? No, no, but it's just timing. You know, I had the G-dub. I mean, I, you know, it's the, hey, went down, fake, pump fake on a breakaway, pump fake five hole. He didn't even move, Sean, so I had to take it. No. Five hole, do. complete five hole. I, like, can I, I'll jump in. Having seen the guys play a few times, and uh, I remember the game that you guys did. Was it last year or the year before? The uh, U-17. That was unbelievable. Yeah. What a great game. It was fantastic, that, and, and actually, that that was um, that was a Kevin Miller, Peter Klima show. That was. That was that's, I mean, I will give that about the Samson only props up. I'll give Klima on this show. Klima and Samson, Samson, or Samson too. Game. Yeah, they're playing together, and they were they were sick. Well, but, the great thing about Samsonoff and Klima, you know, are so competitive with each other. And I put a line together last year of it was Klima, Samsonoff, and then Jimmy Carson centering it, right? And then Klima is trying to outdo whatever Sergey does. And it's just, it wasn't possible, you know, because there are times I look at Samsonoff and I'm like, he thinks he's on a PTO right now. You know, he could probably still play. It's just like watching Jason Woolley out there, which is just pure magic, you know, to watch Woolley, to watch him play the game. And you know, he's a teacher, you know, he's a coach, but as a fan that really didn't grow up around hockey and I'm not a huge hockey guy, which is why the guys talk to me, you know, to see the absolute talent that they can just turn on and turn it's off. It's frightening. It was actually once we put Greg Malachy in goal, you know, George Bowman was pulled out. We put Malley in goal. Hey, give Georgie props. We didn't give him any help, though. Yeah. You know what? Hey, it's a team game, Newman. That's that's the difference here. We don't uh, we don't sell it. The guys have tough games. 
but that's why that's why it's team. That's why we don't. That's why we're not talking golf or tennis, right? Together, that's everyone what just, accomplishes more. Thank I you very it. much. I, I apologize, Mr. McCarthy. No, no, no apology needed. Just Mi- don't do it again. Mickey's shot too for people out there. If you haven't seen Mickey's shot, that guy can still fire the puck. I, I, you know what? I, I, I haven't played in a couple of years, and you know, I, I'm just throwing that out there because I wasn't there for that loss last year. Just trying to say, or four of them. <laughs> Whatever it might be, the Four. difference. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, it's not on my record. All right. Anyways, but <laughs> no, but um, it's it's amazing when you see guys out there that there's still the flashes. Like it's it's like yeah. spark plugs. It, it, the guys at moments have it, and you talk about guys like the the skaters, the Jason Woolies that just can flow, pick the puck up in like a couple strides, and just be gone. Guys just don't lose that, and they don't really. You don't really realize, but even on the bench. We catch each other watching some of these plays. Like, sure. Sam, like you're right. It's like Samsonov, and and it's the same. That's the same thing as the guys compete. You don't once you can go out there going, "Ah, oh, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun." Once that puck drops, you you, you revert back to your five years old, and yeah. it's all about getting that puck in the net. And I don't care well, what level you played at. The funny thing about that. You know, and this will be my last point on Mickey. It was two games ago. Mickey had taken a shot and he missed that shot. And he came back to the bench and he said, Newman, did you get that? Because I photograph every game that we play. And I said, yeah. He said, can you punch it up? Right. So I'm on my, com- I'm on my camera. He's looking at it. He goes, that's the problem. I was shooting off the wrong foot. And I always tell the kids not to shoot off that foot. I thought I did that. Hey, and thanks, Newman. <laughs> but, but you know, that's the thing with innovation or you see that the, it makes me wonder that if, if, it would be nice to see some of the older talent, the guys that not even that I grew up watching, even before that, with technology, oh with goodness. with with replay to be able to to even you know look. At, you're talking about a guy that played, scored 50 goals, what 40 years ago, 30, yeah. 30 years. You know, ago? Here, and here's the thing: I, I hate to geek out for a second, but this, this it's fitting. <laughs> it's my favorite. Part. You know, no, but you know this: people ripped on Nielsen, like. Captain video, ha, 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 giggle, giggle. Think about that because he, he, he videotaped the games and he'd watch it. And this is going back to the 80s when yeah. we were kids. Yeah. People ripped on him. Think about that now. Yeah. Everything is digitalized. I, I remember with, with some of the Whaler games in the OHL, as soon as the game was over, a couple of the coaches would go in the room and immediately, immediately be on their laptop already looking at film. Mm-hmm. Immediately, as soon as the game's over. Not even the, the post-game beer. You know, I mean, it was, okay, I got the laptop out. We're looking at this. Oh, this is what happened. It, there was a time going back 30-plus years ago where, ha, ha, ha. 30 giggle, years giggle. ago. I, Captain, I, Captain Video, oh, what do you need that for? Think uh, about that now. That's absurd. It's, it, 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 is, it is crazy in the, in the way that technology, but that's why you say right now is, and even more so back when I was drafted in 92, there's guys that, like Homer, for example, that got drafted in 96, right? Demolish up in Pitiu, uh, Sweden, which is northern, <laughs> which you get them in the late round. Guys in the late round that Detroit with Hawk and Anderson, our Swedish scout, was notorious for those late round because guys could hide. Now nobody hides. Nobody. They're like, nobody. They, I don't care what town you're in. If you are, somebody's going to see you. And this is not just in hockey. It's in any sport. So that is a good thing. But then again, in my mind, it's just like life. The more technologically advanced we get the more human nature we lose so you lose that you're i find more it's like so x's and o's these days i mean scotty bowman who i was the greatest coach not because he was a great 
coach coach, but because he was the greatest psychologist. He knew how to, he knew how to treat each individual guy and how to mix these pieces together and how to make them. His video was two minutes. You know, it wasn't about that. It was a different way. I know in today's day and age, it is the way it's gone, but I like to see that's why it's nice to see the old guys in there because there's a it's got to be a combination of the old and the new that yep. gets everything and sometimes I think what I see as an outsider which I love being having no you know when I talk I just speak from me it's my truth just like my book enjoy my truth and this enjoy is, my truth enjoy my truth and this is my truth and uh you know that and I'm going to touch more of this on uh, about the fan creator thing I got going on which is pretty much like reality TV one on one which you can see at my Darren McCarty official Facebook fan page, um, where I'm you can have like an that. interaction one on one with me on a daily, yes, on a daily, on a daily, daily basis. Like we'll talk. We're gonna t- right. We're gonna talk. We're gonna t- you know talk about it. But it's giving my truth daily. Whether like tonight, like I'm here today, I'll be talking about that. I'll be down at the game. Just meet people. But again, it's that personal relationship, and I think more so on the ice is needed too in the game. The teams that are successful. You watched that game. Did you watch St. Louis-Tampa last night? I did, actually, yeah. You, you watched those top, you know, because those are the top two teams. You watched the successful teams and why are teams successful because they have the combination of old and new. That's what made Chicago good. That's when L.A. was winning their cups at the right time. Daryl Sutter had them clicking, and that's old school, new school. So there's a combination of both. I don't know what the answer is, but there's all the gel to, to coming into one. And that goes back to talking about the the youth OHL into today's game. So, so I don't think what, enough credit, by the way, is given to the Red Wings for changing the way that hockey is scouted. And and I know that's absolutely. easy to sit here and say that in Detroit, but it's hurt us. But but that's the problem. I, and now everybody looked at what the Red Wings did. And yeah, but it's the said, same thing as on the ice with the left wing lock. You're not, we, we dominated everybody in the nineties left wing lock till they figured it out. Then we had to change again. Then the salary cap. You're not sneaking people through. I mean, it's absolutely filtered not. down. And I know Darren's familiar with this. Um, you, you know, Newman, when we were younger, kids that played high school, we were okay. You know, I mean, you weren't going anywhere. Kids in high school now in Michigan yeah. are moving on. Yeah. They're moving on. They're moving we on. We only had Eli Frady. That was it. Right, right. Scholarships even, you know, like just moving on. Hockey's given them as, and not only in the game, but to get to college and then stay around the mm-hmm. game or, you know, just to develop and ha- help. Young men, like you said, there was no scholarships for kids no. in college and, or in no. high school. And, and I know for a fact, cause my son, who's played at UAD for a few years in his freshman and sophomore year, um, and in Calumet, they had that Ben Johnson kid. Yep. Ben Johnson. Who, who was, uh, ended up going to Windsor, I think, and was one, but there's a lot of good goalie talent. for the Jets. I mean, it's three years ago. He's playing high school hockey, four years ago. He's Hellba- playing high school Hellbuck? hockey. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's, that's the, he the was a local now. kid too. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Wild, Wild Lake Western. I want to say Western, and you know Mike and Art. There I go again. Uh, Newman in our in our backyard. Um, you know you you got a bunch of kids from the school that I graduated going going on and, and playing at the collegiate level before. That was unheard of. No. You didn't. And the junior teams would, would even the USHL they would lift their nose at you. Now you get a slew of these kids moving on. So if you can play, they're going to find you today. And the Red Wings are a big part of that. You know. Pavel Datsuk, for goodness sake, it's 600 miles north of the North Pole. You know, how, how the heck do you find a guy like that? But, boy, they did their due diligence. They did their homework. It's it's fascinating how much it's changed in the last 20, 25 years. And you're right, Newman. Yeah, in the, in the whole scheme of things, it's probably hurt the wings the way that everybody's adjusted, but it's evolution. It's, 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 it's evolution, and now it's 
it's always about who's setting the next trend, who's going to follow it, sees that it works, and who who makes it their own. And because the parody, especially the NHL, I mean, what uh, I, I'm going to guess right now that it's going to come down to the last three games of the year to figure out f- seven spots. Yep. <laughs> and I'm not, and that's just throwing it out. And I'm not, a, and I could be dead right. Yeah. Spot on. Right. So. so what is your thought? You guys are both more knowledgeable than I am. You know, we're at the butt, pretty much the quarter pole. Uh, acceptance is the first key. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, what are your impressions? I mean, the Red Wings are really struggling at this point. Well, the the bottom line is when you don't have a luxury of not playing a 60-minute game and you don't have a luxury of, of not making little mistakes because you can – because either you can't, you don't have the goal scoring or the defense. Um, there's always something. The, the great teams, and you saw it the other night, St. Louis in, in the afternoon game. Wings are all over them in the first. Can't get, 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 got power plays, got opportunities. You cannot, it, it's just like I'm watching St. Louis like they used to be us. And St. Louis would do that all the time. We owned them, would not capitalize, and we get one, and then we get a, shaky another one and we'd be up to and next thing you know it's four nothing game when really it's a one nothing game that some bounces go wrong now in saying that you have to find you know definitely probably one of the call it like i see it one of the best one of the worst defensive units in the league right you look at you know the top teams have not two guys but they have four guys if not more four and five that fifth guy can play top two if guys go down, we don't have the luxury of that, you know, and, and that's just being aware of it. But in, in the meantime, you're going to find out what you have with the guys you have, you know, they've run into some injuries, you know, you can't, you only have one Justin Ablocator. You can't afford for him to be hurt at all. And he's going to get hurt in the way that he plays. It's not anything against him. It's just sort of like me, you know, and, and you're going to the, the style that he plays, but you know, and then offensively, they just can't get that goal right now. And it's not, you know, you look at some of the games, the 10 1. I've watched the goaltender, and, and, and Jimmy's played well. He's played really well. He's played well enough to win, except when things don't go. If, if everything falls into place like it did, I was at the game against Winnipeg, and they win 5 1. They got a couple goals around the net. You know, they killed off some penalties, capitalized. You know, that's the game that they have to play. 60 minute game all to compete. If they don't, we're going to, you know, see what we have. But again, the rink's beautiful. I think Osgood <laughs> has really become an incredible analyst. Yeah. And I, I've told him that personally many times. You know, you know what it is? And, and, and this is because he's comfortable. Because now 100%. he's 100%. Because you're getting what you're getting is what you never got is Ozzy, Ozzy. We got Ozzy mm-hmm. in the room, but then you never got him outside the room. You always got the shy little kid. or But he absolutely, because now you really realize, if you're a true hockey fan and listen to him talk, is why he should be a Hall of Famer, why he won 400 games, why he's won three cups, why he backstopped two cups, because the way he sees the game. And you look at, you look at all, a lot of the great analysts are goaltenders mm-hmm. because they see the game. But he's got that innate, ability to correlate having played in the old and the new and he sees it so well and he always has you're just you're seeing things finally that okay now now when i turn the tv on and you know listen to him that's the Aussie that we all know and you're getting him and he's one of the 
one of the smartest, and you don't really realize how smart he is and how much he pays attention and then just the little things that he notices. But that's you, you don't win and have the credentials that he has without something. And I think this is letting people in on, okay, so it's that it's that it. Yeah, and that's what that it is. And I'm I'm paraphrasing what he did, but he did he took the Montreal game, and it goes exactly what the Darren said because I hate the term puck luck. I can't stand it. Like whoever came up with that, you should throw them away. Like who? who and I would hope that it's Pierre Maguire because I'd love to personally throw him away. <laughs> I thought it was Newman, but but, but regardless, whoever no, I came up with puck bunny. <laughs> whoever whoever came up with puck luck, it is not puck luck when your defense unit is allowing these smaller guys to cruise in the slot left and right. Yeah. That's where sticks get on pucks. That's where deflections happen. And we're you not hard to play against. And you can't. That's, that's that, exactly We're it. not, especially in our own end, we're not and hard to play against. you can't point the finger at Jimmy for that. No. Like, I'm sick of Jimmy being made the scapegoat because, I mean, when you have a guy, he, he's laser focused on the puck, and all of a sudden it's tipped 10 feet in front of him and, and it goes over his shoulder. Well, how on earth are you going to stop that? I mean, there are very few goaltenders in the world that are going to stop that. And and, and Ozzy did such a tremendous job of showing it with, with the tape in, in the intermission and just watching these guys cruise in the high slot area, Cruise, cruise right in the middle of the slot. If nobody's going to touch you, you're going to go dance in there. You're going to have a buffet. And that's why Montreal went boom, boom, boom. And all of a sudden, a close game became, what was it, 6-1 at the time or whatever. And that's, you're not going to win. And, and I'll tell like you that. this, it's not even the fact that they do it. The fact that when they, before the game, they know they can do it. Yeah. You know, we don't have to worry about, I don't, you know, like if we're playing St. Louis or whatever, I know that if I'm going to the front of the net, Pronger's got a stick coming somewhere. You know, it's hard to get to the net against some teams. You know that you got to earn your net front presence. Or if you get a goal, a dirty goal, I mean, you earned it. There's and then there's other times where it's you. You get excited for the game because you know going to the net. You know nobody's going to play you hard. You can stand where you want. It's it's hard minutes. That's why we won. Because you look at all the talent we had. Yeah, we had Knicks. You know, we we had the list from we had the McCowans and the Rouses. Yeah. You know, we had the we had the meat and potatoes. It's just like you say, we had the Sergeys, the Shannies, the the uh, Stevies, but we had the grind line. You know, like we that's where teams and you look look around the league how teams whether it's a defensive pairing. I, I mean, I love that St. Louis team. I mean, it's it just when they're healthy. They're dangerous. You watch them live with the speed and the defense. And and Drapes hates us when I say when I says I'm kissing Babcock's ass, but activating the D, mm-hmm. right? Activating D, which is <laughs> yeah. which is which is the D. Well, it'll play. be interesting. And, and, and all their D. You look at that Colton Pareko, and you look at that Edmondson, and the guys that you would think are stay at home, you know, big stay at home. No, dude, they're leading the charge because they because they have the confidence they're not only going to get backed up. But also, that's the way that that Mike Yo has them playing, and and they're going to be. I think this is last year they beat Chicago, which is getting their nemesis right, and and this year, health. You know, they stay healthy. Well, we Alex just went down, and he's on the um, IR now. Well, I know with Peter Angelo, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got Schwartz out, you got Peter Angelo out, Bo Meester's out. I mean, dude. That's 12 feet or 13, 14 feet of defenseman right there. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, it's, it's amazing, but their team is built that way. Um, and they're fun to watch. They're a team that, you know, we should look, everybody else used to look to us. It's time for us to look at other teams. You need high end al- talent today, too. I mean, oh, it's, you, it's just, you absolutely it's, you have to have, you got to have two front, front, you, you got to have two dogs, whether they play together like Stamkos and Kucherov. But again, you look at last night. 
<laughs> it's that Kucherov goal. Yeah. You give He's him an so inch, and that's the same thing. I, I love that Tarasenko. It's the same thing. Is is and you what? You know, I didn't realize how big Tarasenko. <clears throat> oh yeah, is. he's yeah. a big boy. Yep. But that you know that's the thing. You need your top. You know, you need a couple gunners. I love Mantha. He's gonna be. He's he's that Franzen, but with some 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 edge. Mm-hmm. He with some some fire. But again, he's young. He's got to learn. He can't be the one carrying. Too much is on Larkin. You got to just let Larkin play. And you see how when you allow him to skate and you allow him to play and you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he'll get better. His time will come. Just we don't have those, you know, guys that can carry it each and every night when the guys are off. In my mind, there's a void because there's Hank and you never want to disrespect Hank. <laughs> But he's not the same Hank of even three years ago. I mean, I think we can we can all acknowledge oh, that. Oh, absolutely, and, we and, can acknowledge and that. The, at the other end are the guys that, that see Darren, if, if that Hank could, if Hank could be a number two, perfect, right? And if you had a number one, and because he's still one of the most valuable guys, if not the most valuable guy on that team, isn't Dylan supposed to be your number one? Well, you know what? You got to understand though; he's still young. You know, they and it's. It's the youth movement across the league, but there's also you got to understand there are also ind- individuals. I I'd like to see Larkin to be able to just freewheel and and go and you know not have to worry about you know somebody out there that that can growl at somebody. That's that's what makes McDavid. The guys aren't going to hit McDavid, but you got Lucic, you got Cassian, you got guys that are going to deter you. It's a deterrent to finish you hard. You know what? I want to talk about that. I want to talk about Ice Guardians a little bit. I want to give you my um, viewpoint on it. I've got to take a quick break, get some ads in. Give me about four minutes. We'll be right back. Hey, Detroit, this is Nikki Six, and if you're looking for the best deal on your new ride, then check out our friends over at Zot Auto or online at DealsInTheD.com. That's right, Nikki. This is Thad Zot, and if you're looking for a rockin' good deal, get to DealsInTheD.com. Thad, during our summer clearance event, you can lease a new 2016 Jeep Compass or Patriot fully loaded for just $99 a month. Heated leather seats, remote start, Bluetooth, and sunroof for $99? You know it. DealsInTheD.com. Did you know your company has an image problem? Seriously, right now, as customers are visiting your website, chances are your organization needs to look much better than it does. Standing out from the competition is important. Looking professional is critical. First impressions are everything. As a leader, no one knows this better than you do. You know you must look your very best. Well, the solution is United Photo Works. United Photo Works is a Detroit-based photography agency with the talent, experience, equipment, and knowledge to make your organization's visual image shine. From photos of your building's interior to its exterior, from capturing your corporate events to capturing those corporate headshots, the pros at UPW are here to make sure that you and your company look fantastic. Visit us at www.unitedphotoworks.com today and receive 20% off your next session. Remember, that's unitedphotoworks.com. From the movie Caddyshack, that was I'm Alright by Kenny Loggins, and that goes out. Special request to Sean Valley just because of his love for Bill Murray. I used to love him. He hasn't done anything funny in 20 years. That's it. That, that, every time I see him now, he get the World Series. Oh, look, he's so wacky and zany. It's like, he's honking a horn. What are you laughing at? I, I, don't, I don't get it. 
He was funny in Caddyshack, right? But now he's just kind of like this man about town that just go, hey, look, he popped in that picture. Oh, that wacky Bill Zaney. I don't get it. Because he brings back memories. Okay, well, that's You just fair. know. It's kind of like when you see Darren. You see Darren, you think of two things. You think of fucking Snoop Dogg and Stanley <laughs> Cox. <laughs> My man, Newman, right on. <laughs> My so boy. before we went to break, we were starting to talk about some of the lack of defense on the part of the Red Wings and also just the toughness of the league. I was talking to Darren at the break, uh, Ice Guardians, which is out on Netflix. Um, highly recommend it. It's a documentary about enforcers from 70s, 80s, and, you know, mid-90s. And I was never a proponent of fighting, you know, because I didn't grow up around hockey, and I was like, okay, what's the point? Yeah, woo. Tell everybody great. what you called yourself when you were explaining this during the break. You have a to... little blank. You were You, you were... called yourself a little blank. Do you remember? You were a little I'll call it. You called yourself a little snowflake. Yeah, you called yourself a little I snowflake. I called myself a snowflake. That's yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> so, a little snowflake. <laughs> but watching this documentary, and those know that, you know, I'm friends with Joe Koser. And so, but I so still never I. really. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> it's kind of like when we tell Eddie, Eddie, you just dropped something. <laughs> Fuck you, Newman. <laughs> right? Because you can't get past Eddie Mio without hearing Wayne Gretzky. Well, that's Did why you know? That's why when you're sitting here when, with Eddie, you have a bell in your hand. Because, I mean, you're just going <laughs> to hurt yourself reaching for it every time. So watching the documentary, it, you know, I then really understood what the role of the enforcer is. And I think that's actually probably what the game is missing. You were talking about Connor McDavid, and we were talking about Sidney Crosby, you know, and what has been done to Sidney over the past, you know, 10 seasons. He's just had his ass kicked. You know, how many concussions has he had so far? About four, because there's nobody there to protect him to say, if you do this, there's going to be repercussions. Darren, I mean, well, you the league has protected everybody, too. I mean, it was. <clears throat> You know what, guys, back in the day, it was unwritten rule. And, Sean, you nailed it because it's it's a lack of respect between players. I mean, that's where it went back to. No matter whether it was Proby, Joey, whoever else, you know, you touch Stevie. You know, you just – guys finish Gretzky, finish Stevie a little bit differently until playoff time. You know, playoffs, it's at any man's goal because that's it. But, you know, it's that unwritten rule is that – and be. You know, back in the day, it's almost like, well, we want to beat you with your best and we want to have our best. So, you know, being healthy was a huge thing. You, to, to piggyback that to me, and, and I know you said you did a 180. And, and to piggyback on what Darren was saying, uh, the lack of respect shows now. It, mm-hmm. I mean, it shows. One of the things that I remember before, um, um, Darren, you were in the league, but there was a, a brouhaha with the Sabres. This is maybe the 89 season. And Kevin McGuire, who was their designated um, goon, I use that term with all due respect, paired up with Stevie. An absolute no-no. An abs- I mean, you don't do that. And, and you know what? He starts swinging at Steve, and Steve's like, fine, I- I'm going to swing back too. And what people don't realize, Darren, you know this, Steve's a pretty strong guy. Oh, he was. He, he can hold his own. He was a pretty like, not, not against. Yeah, he's like, not. He's not going to fight Kevin McGuire. But, but he's him. he's going to protect himself and, and, until Proby can and, slide in there and, and blast. Proby, what? Like, go home and watch the video. Proby <laughs> loses his mind. Yeah, he's off to the side, and he like he literally looks like somebody that lost his mind off the way. And it was funny because when I read Rest His Soul, his book, he talked about that. Yeah, and he talked about what an absolute no no it was, and at that moment he lost all respect for McGuire. So McGuire knew that the bill was going to come in. It might not be the next time that they face the Sabres. It might not even be the time after that. But eventually, 
he was going to get a bill from from Bob Probert. And today, there's just a lack of respect in so well, many ways. It only, like I said before, the, the only person you have to own up to is either your wife or your accountant for your pocketbook these days because <laughs> that's where they slap you on the paycheck. They don't slap you with, you know, you don't have to worry about. There's something to be said about having a man up. In any situation in life, whether it's sport or it's not, that you got to grab yourself by the friggin' balls and, 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 you know, are, you're going to do the crime, you do the time. And that's sort of the, the way that it used to be. And now, so it's just public it, enemy number one in this town in the last 20 years, Claude Lemieux. He knew, he knew he had to talk to Darren. I mean, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. And it wasn't even about the Red Wings, I think it was more about his team. And I, I've told you this a hundred times, that interview that you had on TSN, like that's oh, yeah, the best mandatory because, viewing. Mand- because like Claude because, knew he had to go do that. And he knew he was going to get his ass kicked. He's not going to beat up Darren. But he had to go do it. I mean, it's just, let's get it out of the way. You beat me, and we'll go on with our day. It it had to be done. And there's just the way that, that it happened, and it's hindsight because of the way that, and he said, that it had never been hit harder. He didn't turtle. He was out. But then if you remember... That obviously, that I scored the OT winner, which is the greatest slap. And that, that's what, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Six five. Tic tac toe, Shanny. Shanny, Iggy. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Patrick Waugh, five hole. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing, drawing a blank here. Drawing a blank. I must be on some good sativa today because I can remember. So, uh, but, uh, that, you know, that's the way, that's the way it used to be. And then, and then because of that, the next season on my birthday, on the opening draw, ESPN, he comes and lines up against me because the way it was, it didn't sit well with his team and because we'd beat them. And it, it, I said it back then, hockey players have long memories. They're like elephants. He said that, that it, you know, well, we don't forget. We may forgive, but we don't forget. And that, and that's the whole thing, even coming around. So him making it around is we, he, I didn't, I MF'd him to death and said some of the worst things I ever said to another human being, but I met him. And, it, and then, cause that was real. That was real he hatred. He had to do that. He had to, he had and to. And he had to. And then that sort of put the world back into hockey and then play them and lose. So and what was that conversation through. that second time then? Because I, I've seen the video and you can see the drawing before you guys go. You're like lining We're on a up. podcast, right? I can I can actually oh, yeah. say what I said, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I'm probably paraphrasing, but it's something like you you know every everybody hates your kids, hate your wife, fucking uh, <laughs> you know your sister, your sister sucks cock, your fucking <laughs> mom, your you know like whatever your dog, you know your dog fucking has got no balls, like your dog your dog's neutered and he's, you got more balls than you, or you know like fuck you, you're not gonna do anything. I didn't, I never said anything French. I never said anything. Like that, other than, you know, moms and sisters are fair game, yeah. you know, wives, <laughs> kids, stuff like that. And and it's funny because if you watch the replay, puck drops, Drapes wins it back. I turned my head, and he blasted me. And I remember that moment thinking, all right, he's going to fight this time. Yeah. And then dude, that was back when it was fun fighting because I never tied down my jersey, and that was part of – my technique. So yeah. you know, once they made me tie it down, then it didn't get this it wasn't as fun anymore. One of the things we wanted to um get into was the OHL a little bit. Um I do a little bit of work with Flint Firebirds mm-hmm. 
And, you know, we got schooled last episode because that's another thing I didn't understand how cyclical that the OHL is and that these kids are good for like two, three years and then they move up. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really difficult. So Barry a few years ago was just, you know, the rot gut of the league and now they're pretty much sitting on top. But you look, the Flint Firebirds have about 21 points right now as compared to the Sioux, which is just gangbusters right now. They've got about 54. Yeah, 17 wins in a row in this league is unbelievable. And I uh, like off the top of my head, I think they're 26, two and three or something. And Darren played in that league. You don't do things like that. Huh. Even those great London teams, like Dale remi- Hunter had some great London teams. Right now, what they're doing, it's it's kind of silly. You I mean, there's a lot of hockey to be played. Sean, explain too the schedule. Because that that to me, it's, you know, if you do this in college where you're playing on the weekends and you have all week and you have more practice, they, these kids run a, do they still play 66 games? Or they 68. Play 68, 68 games. But, you know, they're running road, and this is Sault Ste. Marie. So when you're in Sault Ste. Marie, all your road, all your trips are three, four, five games, road trips every right. other weekend that come in. So it's one thing to have a homestand in the OHL, which, you know, most teams usually, if you're successful, have a good, really good home record. But to be able to go on the road, and that's just, you know, that's just – Shows you that you're experiencing something in that league for all the Windsor teams, for all the London teams, for, you know, I look back to the, to the teams that I watched, the Windsor Spitfires with the Adam Graves growing up and, Tremendous. and, and, you know, the Paul Maurice's mm-hmm. and, and that team that went to the, to Memorial Cup to, to, I played, um, was drafted at Peterborough. So Mike Ricci, when he set the record for consecutive goals, um, I was a junior, uh, junior B that time before I went to Belleville. So, I've seen phenomenal play. You name players that come out of that league, but stuff like that, that's special. It, you know what Darren said, like, like Newman, think about this. You could, there used to be what, what was called the East Coast swing. So the Whalers would go, you'd, tr- you'd leave on a Thursday morning, you'd go to Belleville, you'd play Belleville Thursday night. As soon as the game was over, maybe you stay in Belleville, maybe you drive over to Peterborough to, to, to go play a game on Friday, and then you drive to Ottawa on Sunday. You play the, Ottawa's nice. They give you a matinee game because they're nice, and then you drive home for ten hours. So you're getting back Monday morning at four, five o'clock in the morning. By the way, these kids are in high school and have to go to school, and they have to go to school. Or you don't play. They have to. For so, most of the great, the great, you know. And then there's, you know, the, you can work it out on a trip like that with your guidance counselor, maybe to have the day, have your homework done, but. <laughs> Which, but it, yeah, school is very important in the old. And, and hey, David Branch was running the show when I was there, and and Iron Fist. He and Iron and I, hey, he suspended me a couple times, and I love the guy. Yeah. If you ever want to get Eddie Mio going, just mention David Branch. He, Eddie has such a hard on for David Branch oh, for whatever reason. I think it goes back to a couple years ago too, with what the Flint Firebirds had going on and that, oh, that shit was... show after they went from. Plymouth, you know, and it was absolutely, um, it was devastating to that franchise, but they were able to make the playoffs the next year, you know, and then this year they're down again. But talking with Dominic Henning, who is their communications guy, guy, yeah, um, he's explaining, you know what, but we're set within, you know, next season, the season after that, we're going to make a serious I th- run. I think the easiest way, the, 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 the great teams are the great teams, but it's like a lot like football when you see that every few years or even, you know, maybe more so college. You know, because you only have so much time with these guys. And and nowadays, as they're getting better younger, they're leaving at 18. Yeah. Before, they didn't leave till they were 19. And, but they deserve to be. Yeah. Some of the greatest players are the younger players. And you look at that Sergachev kid, the, the Tampa got in the Druin trade. 
um, young defenseman. Out of Windsor. Yeah. 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 Yep. You know, like, the, so kids are developing faster. Kids are developing faster because they're getting better coaching earlier. They're, they're more complete players than even on, we were because they're getting that much coaching, that much year round, that stuff like that. So when you can, when you can recognize that and Ryan Oulihan, who's the coach there mm-hmm. and, uh, in Flint, I played with him. Damn good player in the O. He was a great, and I played with him in Grand Rapids yep. when he came back. And unfortunately, I was on the ice when he suffered that in in Norfolk. He got his skate caught and tore his hip out, and, and it was really wow. bad. And uh, so, but he's a great hockey mind, and and he was a captain of the Griffins, the O eight team that we won the cup. I played there and then came up. Um, but great hockey mind, and uh, like for one of the young guys that. I recall playing that he's going to be good in the game. So, you know, it's all directions. Sometimes it's, it's, it's like baking a pie. You know, you got to get the ingredients and you know what you're working for in the future. And right now you're seeing what you have. It's, it's a lot along the lines of where the wings are at. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Well, un- unfortunately not uh, only because, and I just wanted to give the plug. I believe it's uh Darren McCarty night coming up in Flint next month. Um, have you locked in on that yet? You know what? It's uh, is it really? Well, you know, I, I'm taking I, the kids to that. Uh, it should be well. We've there. had Mickey Redmond night. We've had Joe Coaster night, and of course we have. We're to have there. Well, you know, I and I actually have the history there with free M and M's and free porn. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, that, that's Newman. I'm giving out the M and M's. Of course they might. Because uh, of course uh, you have to be over 21 to enjoy the M and M's. Yeah, sorry. All right. Um, no, but I have the history. Obviously, when I mm-hmm. made the comeback and played there. Some, some games and I love that bar and the people up there. So yeah, we're we're just finalizing that stuff. So great. So talking about the Red Wings, you know, we're kind of we're kind of hamstrung right now with the salary cap, and even with the salary cap, we've got some guys that are under contract right now that it's just they're not moving anywhere, and we need defensemen. So do we really at this point? Does Kenny go out there and start getting rid of some of the younger talent we have to get some established defensemen? You know, that's, that's, it's, you know, you never, there's never a no to a trade, but you got to, first of all, they know that, you know, Kenny Drapes, those guys have a plan, a direction. They know exactly, if we're talking about it, they've realized this months ago. Um, you know, I, I know for a fact, just from history and from the way that they're done, they're, they're not going to panic. You know, they're, they're, if they're, if a move is made, especially with one one of the younger guys or or somebody that we didn't see coming so to speak that hasn't been shuffled around you know in the last few years then it'll be something that will be a future you look at I just brought it up you look at Jonathan Druin traded from Tampa to Montreal for for the Sergachev kid defenseman when that trade was to happen thought Tampa got crushed. Really? Steve Eisenman's in Tampa, you guys, and knew exactly on the back end. I think they might have even made out in the deal. So you never know. It's all about opportunity, chances. You know, I, one of the, one of these things is is the compete level. You know, that they compete. You know, it's not it's not that they don't care. It's not that they don't compete. It's more of this lot that other teams are better. So it'll be interesting to see as we get into Christmas and after Christmas, I think as the team settles to what they are going to be, you know, you, you're going to know when you know, then there's always a conversation. It depends on what it depends on who is out there. Who's hurt. Who's not. So I really, I think Newman, this conversation is a month too early. Is this where we're stupid as fans? 
No, because we're Red Wings fan, yeah. and we expect there's a certain. Yeah, but you're not a fan. I mean, you're a fan. <laughs> well, I I am, but also too, as I realize the process. You know, yeah. so to speak, it's just, and it's the process isn't what it used to be where, where you can open the checkbook and say, okay, let's move this salary, this salary, let's go get this guy, this guy, this guy. Can we move? No. Has to be manipulated. I don't understand it a lot of the time. I don't have to understand it. I just, you know, go. That's why sometimes the puzzle pieces don't work. Well, this trade looks good on the outside to a fan, but the numbers don't work, whether years of the contract, the money, all that stuff. There's so much more that goes into it. Every team's got a capologist. That should tell you something. You know what's hard in this town? I don't. I don't think it's, it's dumb at all. What's hard in this t- town is the name that you guys both brought up, and it's Steve Eiserman. And and for a second, let me let yeah. me say that Steve. I, I see where you're going, and for, you're absolutely for, for a second. Let me just say this: Steve was afforded the luxury of having Hedman fall in his lap, Stamkos fall in his lap. Okay. Any franchise, you add two players of that caliber, a guy that can play on your blue line for 15 years, Steven Stamkos, who, in my opinion, is one of the best players in the National Hockey League, no question hey, about it, when he's healthy. Sean, just but, to comment on that, yeah, he kept Stamkos. Absolutely. Uh, which, 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 if people don't realize, when the scuttlebutt was uh, Stamkos a free agent, Toronto, Detroit, whatever like that, he stayed. Yep. That to me tells you all you need to know. And, and and here's the second part of that. So I don't want people to think I'm taking anything away from Stevie because I'm not. You have to be creative. Darren mentioned the trade. That that's a trade where at first glance you're going, you're sending a, a French Canadian kid back home. What are you doing? You know, this kid, he's 19 years old. This kid is going to be in the National Hockey League for 15 years. He's that good. He is really that good. And you mentioned his name earlier. Kucherov was a second round pick. Yeah. You you have to hit on those guys. Yeah. If you hit on a second hey, round pick, no one guess who else in this room was a second round pick. <laughs> I know it me. wasn't Sean, <laughs> and we know it wasn't Newman. Uh, no, Emily, but, Jessica. But so so to me to me to the people that want to take away from Stevie, yeah, it'd be nice to have those guys fall in your lap. But on top of that, he's made some shrewd moves, yep. and and unfortunately, people in this town see Steve doing that, and they're like, well, why can't the Red Wings do that? Well, unfortunately, it comes back to what you said. You're hamstrung. Tampa didn't have those salary cap problems because they didn't have that success. There's a reason that they got those young players high in a draft choice, and that was because they were brutal. Uh, so now, when it comes time to pay the Piper, the amazing job that he's done, and this comes back to the Stamkos thing, how do you fit Stamkos in there? How do you fit Hedman in there? And that's give uh, Bowman a lot of credit in Chicago, too, yeah. that he's been able to just consistently build around those two. It's amazing. It really wow, is. It's amazing how you just said two names that had enormous, enormous. Yeah. It started here. Crazy. It's just, it? If you look impact. at the impact, but you look at it started here and the, it's, it's what's learned. And if people realize it wasn't Devilano, if, you, if people would just realize this is that if they would just put the Stevie thing on hold until he wins down there and then. I think the conversation on whether, you know, everybody went, oh, Steve Eisman, come back, general man. Until he wins, I don't think there's ever a chance because he's got to do it his own way. After that, that opens we'll up see. a whole that, – but that opens up a whole new level, like yep. a whole new right. – it's like playing a game and you get to the top and it opens up two new – How much roads. longer does Ken want to do it too? I mean, honestly, his contract's <laughs> up this year. How much longer does he want to do it? I know he loves the area. Um, he's out near me, and I don't care what anybody says about Ken. I think Ken's done a tremendous job in his career. I think Ken's a good man. 
But, I, you know, has anybody really asked Ken how much longer he wants to do it? I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the answer is there. I really don't. So with that, we're kind of wrapping up a little bit. Sean, I want to talk a little bit, just real quick. What are you doing now? I, I know you're with the Lions. <laughs> yeah, working uh, WJR, obviously. Uh, still still calling hockey games and um, doing football games and Fox, too. You know, we, we've got the, the Sunday night show and the With your Lions horrible fantasy advice, right? Yeah, you know, it was horrible last week. Oh, was I brutal. I said, don't start Jonathan Stewart. He was banged up. He's playing the Vikings. What, what was the that, a 67-yard run? Yeah, yeah, he had three and touchdowns. And a touchdown, yeah. Three. He had three. <laughs> so, but, I mean, that's, that's the stupidity of it. I mean, a guy's banged up, and he's playing the second-best run defense. That's that like screams the, hey, don't dude, start. That's, it screams that. It's just like some of the lines Vegas set screams about the yep. other way, but it's a setup. That's why I don't come, that don't gamble yep. up there, kids. So, no, you know what? Uh, having fun. I'm glad I can do things like this, too. Yeah, really, you know what? We're really glad that you were able to do this. You know, at least it wasn't a death storm out there. I know you focus on the death storm on Facebook it's, a lot. Isn't it funny, though? I mean, just how people overreact. I mean, it's snow. We're in Michigan. Really, calm down. We're going to be okay. It's kind of like a hurricane down in yeah, Florida. We're going to be okay. I was I was there for a lot. Well, no, I wasn't. I was here for the last one. My wife had to through that no power for seven days. Maybe oh, that's geez. what brought us back. That's cool. You want to know what I'm doing? Newman? Yes, which is we want to talk about Fan Crater. We yep. want to talk about Facebook. Yeah. So. Uh, Darren McCarty official on Facebook, which I've never had my own Facebook account, which this is. Uh, that's smart. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> um, but that's not the, the real, the, my real thing is the fancrater.com. Um, there's a link to it that'll explain everything on is my. Is that fan, F-A-N-C-R-A-T-E-R. All right. Fan Search my name. It pretty much the bottom line. It's a one-on-one interaction between me and, and my fans that I produce and I direct. And whether it's video, photos, audio, um, thoughts of the day, just, uh, if you're a for, I call them forever fans. You're a forever fan. Have been through with me thick and thin, and um, uh, and like I said, we've gone through enough highs and lows so far. Now the balance that I have, I just want to share with people and share all the excitement. Like tonight, the, today I do this. Tonight I'm going down to do the in-house feed at the game. Hope to see people down there, take pictures, sign autographs. It's just great to be back, and it, it's just you know, I missed it. Uh, I. Had fun in the in the warmth with the golf, but uh, this is where I uh, this well, is where I, I belong. And now. and alumni games. Yeah, and I need you back for the LPGA celebrity. Absolutely, this year. that's right. Exactly. Yeah. So right. we got a lot. Of, there's a lot of things going on. A lot of things. So with that, we've had a great show. Um, I love it when I don't have to take two breaks. One break was just enough. I want to thank Sean Belegian once again for coming in and. Darren, uh, we'll see you tomorrow down at the uh, Little Caesars Arena. We've got an alumni game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Check out my fan creator. Right. So with us, um, you can follow us on social media, the Detroit Red Wing Alumni on Facebook, at Red Wing Alumni on Twitter, and we're on Instagram, Detroit Red Wing Alumni. Um, we're here with Podcast Detroit, which you can find us on the SoundCloud as well as iTunes. With that, we will be on next week for our Christmas show, um, our happy holiday show, whatever you want to happy Hanukkah to our Jewish friends out there. Thank you. <laughs> so with that, thanks for joining us. We'll see you at the rink.